That was an incredible message on not giving up. Uh, I know that I've felt that way plenty of times. I know Tay and Chad have probably felt the exact same way. Um, but a lot of the stuff that he said here was absolutely on point and giving reasons why not to quit. So let's throw it over to Tay. Tay, what do you have written down for today? Yeah, I think a lot of these topics were um, very uh, relatable because, I mean, we're dealing with life and, you know, life throws us all curveballs all the time and uh, many times it's unpredictable. Uh, so I think the first, uh, he, he asked a question that just really made me think about just uh, my history and just some of the times where I felt like life was just too hard and was like, I just wanted to quit at something. Uh, and he said, why do we give up? when God has promised us so much. And I think that really hit me because I think many times when we're, uh, like you said, like when we're going through these these uh, tests in life, like that's the only thing we can see is that obstacle in front of us. And we think there's no way we can get around this. And it kind of blocks us or make, makes us forget about the promise. It makes us forget about the outcome in which God has already promised us. So uh, when he said that, man, I always, I love to write notes. Anytime I'm listening to something, anytime I see something, I, I put it in my notes. Uh, because I know it's almost seeds that, you know, he's giving me to like, here's seeds, it's your job to water it. I can't do that for you, but I'm going to give you these things that when things do happen, like you have something that you can go back to, to remind you of that promise. And uh, one of the things that I wrote down for my notes was uh, I was reading a, a devotional and, and the guy said in that devotional, I thought it was so good because it just reminded me of like, you know, faith and fear, like it's a choice and you have to choose one of those and whichever one you choose, that's what you're going to live out of. So he said, uh, fear can quickly overtake the mind when faith has not yet overcome the heart. And I love that because it's separating for me the mind and the heart. You know, you can literally stay stuck in your mind all day long. And I think if you let fear live in your mind, then of course you aren't going to remember the thing that God has put on your heart to set out to do because you're going to be controlled about the thoughts of everything that could go wrong opposed to the things that God wants to uh, go right in your life. So uh, that really stuck out to me. And it was just a reminder, like, you know, when you decide to do something, you have to understand, like, the test has begun. Like, everything that, you know, the enemy Satan or whatever God wants to put in your way is going to be put in your way. And I think many times we have to understand, like, that's part of the process. You know, God not going to promise you something and expect you to be the same person at the end of that. Like, if he promised you something, you better guarantee you're going to become a different person throughout that process. So for me, understanding, like, if God promised me to do something, if he's promised to to like be someone, I have to understand like there's so many people always talk about like there's people who can't go with you to the next level. I tell myself all the time, there's things about me that can't go to the next level. So I can't focus on the people that, you know, I don't want in my circle. I have to focus on myself, like these limited beliefs that I have, some of the paradigms, the habits that's been holding me back, understand like these things have to be let go of as well. So like when God promised you something, it's not just the people that the toxic people that he want to remove around you like he want to remove the toxic things within you he want to remove these limiting beliefs and this scarcity mindset that you have so that you can live into the abundance of life that he's promised us so that really stuck out to me uh i love when he said um there's so much more to your story and i think many times we get caught up in a chapter of our life a season of our life and we think this is it 
understanding like this is just a season that's going to build you up like for me I, I think of everything because my wife loves puzzles so like every kind of like if I can relate anything I think about puzzles because if you ever sit down and do a puzzle like you can get stuck and quick very easily and I think many times what she's taught me just by doing those puzzles is you know it's two things that will guarantee you uh that you will have a beautiful puzzle at the end if you stay focused and you have faith and I think for me, like, you have to have faith in every season of your life that, you know what, if I'm in this season right now, I have to understand there's something that I need in this season that's going to unlock doors in, in the next season of my life. So for me, I always uh, try to tell myself, learn the lesson of the season that you're in. Right now, my wife is pregnant. It's a lot of things she can't do physically, but it's also a lot of things that she can't do mentally because she understands, like, every time she go through this, like, some of the same things happen. So for her, this is, you know, her fourth pregnancy. So she had to look back, like, what did I do in my third pregnancy that, you know, helped me to uh, really have a more peaceful pregnancy? And those were the things that she latched on to. It wasn't the stress. It wasn't like, I can't wait till this over, even though she said this now. But like, she got resources in those other seasons that has allowed her to like mentally block out some of the pain, block out some of the things that, you know, she don't want to feel, but understand like, this is just a part of the process. But because she's been through it before, she was able to look back and like, what did I learn in this season? What resources did I have? What people did God give me in those people? And thank you for uh, Rachel uh, Wiggum and this uh, Hypno Babies, because that is what my wife going to is really just using that to like really like keep her mind focused on the things that she want to keep her mind, not focused on the pain, but focused on the peace that God has already promised her and the blessings that he's given us through these twins. So that really stuck out to me. And I love uh, just uh, when he started out with the verse and uh, the one verse in the beginning, it said, do not throw away your confidence. And I love that because, you know, when we say, uh, when we have these doubts and we don't believe something, I love when it says, don't throw away your confidence. Let you know, you have the confidence. If you choose not to walk in, if you choose not to step in, like that's you making an active decision to throw it away. So he said, don't throw it away. Keep going, keep persevering. It may not look, you may not see the results right now. You may not feel like you're gonna get through this, but every step you take is building your confidence even more. It's making you stronger and wiser in everything else that you need, everything else you're gonna become in that process. So I love how it says, don't throw away your uh, your uh, confidence. And just the last thing that I I I'll leave you guys with, and for me, just understanding like this journey of life, like I always tell people, when I started out six years ago, people see me now and they be like, man, you're like full of wisdom, you're full of these things. I'm like, no, like I just made a conscious decision that I didn't want to be that person who I was at that time. And along that way became like, I, like Joe mentioned books and like I get these books, he mentioned the winning book. You think I didn't put that on my list? Like I already listened to that book. I already got, every time Joe mentions something, I go out and I get it. You know why? Because I see what Joe is. And I also remind myself of him and Stephanie's story. Like if I can look at Joe and hear that story and see where they are today, I understand like they didn't go, like they didn't stand in the fool lines and say, I wish life would change. Like, no, they got an opportunity and they ran and they are still running to this day. If you follow these guys, you can like that you don't have to like they don't have to tell you about their growth like you see it you see them doing the, the things every single day so me understanding like I have to understand like everything we do is going to require action on our part like you can have faith and hope and all these things all day long but if you don't have the action you're going to be stuck exactly where you are so for me understanding that same thing with life like anything any dream and a goal Anything you want, you can have, you can pray, you can hope, and you can do all these things. But I tell, like, I love quotes, and this is one of my favorite quotes. And it was, God can't steer a parked car. 
Like you can't expect God to take you to Disneyland if you're gonna stay, let the car sit in your garage. No, you have to get in your car and you have to allow him to take you there. And same thing with life, whatever your goals and your dreams are, you have to have to put on your seatbelt, get behind the driver wheel and say, we're going to do this regardless of what it looks like. So I think many times we have to understand like, there's no secret to success. Like the secret is action, the steps you take every single day, understand like you may not see the results today, you may not see the results tomorrow or next month or next year, but if you just continue to stay focused and have faith, like you will get those results that you want and it will compound and it will almost look like something that happens in the day, people will start saying you're overnight success. And I love when he talked about that story about, uh, uh, him marching on one and one, he's like, that's not the whole story. That's what people are gonna think about you when they see you have that success done. Well, you just popped out of nowhere and you're gonna know deep down, no, I didn't pop out of nowhere. This was years of putting in work. This was years of doing things behind the scene. And I think that sometimes what is overlooked is the things that you do behind the scenes, the things that you do every single day, the steps that you take. So uh, for me, I think it's just understand like we have to take those steps. So we have to understand, identify what it is we want and we can't stop until we get there, understand like we're gonna become a different person in the process because there's so many things that we have to learn and become throughout that process. So uh, just so much good in today. And I just love that, you know, the whole thing is like, why do we give up when God has promised us so much? If God has promised you, you better believe he's going to deliver on his word. So you have to live up to your part as well. So, uh, so much good. And thank you for sharing this one, Joe. So good. Steph's over here nodding her head, yelling preach. She's excited about this one. Uh, what, what I think is amazing is, you know, the concept uh, of perseverance. That is like a lost trait in society. We have turned into a microwave society, an entitlement society, a do nothing for something or do something for nothing society that just causes people to expect, but not to withstand anything. They think everything should be handed to them. Everything should be easy. And we as entrepreneurs and leaders know that that's not the case. We know that the success track isn't a straight line up. It is a squiggly line, circle up and down. Uh, one of the things that I, I love, uh, Tim Grover's book, and we were just talking about it winning. He said, life is not a marathon and it's not a journey. Most people are like, oh, I'm going to run and then I'm going to get through the marathon and it's going to take forever and it's going to end. And then the other concept is, oh, it's a journey. You know, you're going to go along and your speed is your speed. He goes, no, life is a bunch of nonstop sprints. He goes, think about if your marathon was just an entire sprint. Now, if you apply that thought process and mentality to whatever it is you're doing, think about it. You know that you're going to get tired. You know that you're going to feel like giving up. But the perseverance part is what separates the winners and the successful people from the people that live a life of mediocrity because of the fact that they go through all of it to get to their goal. Uh, he was talking about the book Grit, which that's another great book if you haven't listened to that one yet. Grit is passion and perseverance for a long-term goal. Guys, I want to ask you this. Are you just busy and working at your business? Or have you truly committed to your business? You know, is this just something that you're doing? Or have you created a long-term goal and commitment to your business? That's a, that's a big difference. That's, you know, are you 
trying to do your business or are you doing your business? Because those are two completely different things. He says, so why do we give up? Well, there's two reasons why we give up. You know, our perspective is often limited. So your, your view of your business, because it's a smaller view of it, you may not have the fortitude to stick through it because of the fact that you don't see it as a multi-million dollar business. You may see it as a couple hundred dollars here and there, which when things get tough, it's okay to give up a couple hundred dollars here and there. That's always been something that's just kind of blown my mind is a couple hundred dollars here and there would have kept us out of food lines. It would have kept us out of bankruptcy and losing homes. So to give up after just a couple hundred dollars, it just, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And then number two, the number two reason why we, why we give up is because it progress isn't always obvious. So when it isn't obvious, the work that you're putting in, you feel like giving up. You know, do you feel like your assignment is stupid? The stuff that we talked to you about, the steps to success, the getting your five customers, the getting your three distributors, you know, doing your KPIs, doing your host to posts, do those things feel stupid? Well, the thing is, is the simplest things, the stupidest things done consistently over time compound into amazing and great results. So continue to do them, even though there's no evidence of the results of the work that you're doing. You know, most people want to see something, some sort of progress to endure. That's kind of what he was talking about when they were talking about walking around the city of Jericho. Joshua knew that it was seven times, but he didn't tell that to everybody else. So they're getting up on day one, circling. They're like, that's dumb. Day two, they're circling. That's dumb. Day three, they're circling. They're like, well, that's dumb. How many times are we going to have to do this? I'm sure from three till six, they were like, do we have to keep doing this? And Joshua never told him, hey, you only have to do this seven times. If they would have known that it was only seven times, you think they would have had a little bit more energy and a little bit more excitement to get up each day and do it? Guys, do you get up each day knowing that you have the potential to do amazing things with this business? You have the potential to go and change people's lives. You know, when you take the perspective and change it and shift to that, it changes your, your energy and your momentum so that you may not need exact evidence of it, but you know that the evidence is there and it's coming. If you see progress in your work, you can endure. That's why we love having these multiple goals and these smaller goals, because we know that if we can get you a small win, each and every time you get one of those small wins, those will compound into your, <coughs> excuse me, into your big wins. But you have to ask yourself, what are you saying to yourself to keep yourself going when you know that you're doing all of the right things, you're just not seeing the results paying off. See, that's the hardest part about this business is if think about it in the farmer aspect, you know, you till the land, you plant the seeds, you water it, you weed, but then the most important part is the waiting for it to grow. Most people give up during the waiting period while they're waiting for it to grow. They get frustrated with the tilling, they get frustrated with the planting, they get frustrated with the watering, they get frustrated with the weeding, and they give up on the harvest before it's ready to harvest. But here's the interesting thing about that. If you give up before the harvest, that doesn't mean that the harvest isn't there. That just means somebody else comes in and reaps the harvest of the work that you did. 
So have to tell yourself, why would you do all of the work and then hand over the harvest to somebody else? Stick through it until you're able to get the harvest. You know, I've said this quite a few times from stage, you know, failure is a moment in time. It's not who you are. It's an event. But quitting, quitting is a character trait. It's a part of who you are. And quitting is something that's transferable to generations. Failure is an event. It's not something that will transition to your kids. It will not be something that transitions to your grandkids. But quitting and giving up, those are character traits that can be passed on and become generational curses. Don't allow that to happen to your life and happen to your family. You know, when you're tempted to quit, we say this all the time, remember why you started. That's why your why has to be strong enough to keep you going. You know, you can throw in the towel. I love this. Or you can pick it up, wipe the sweat off your brow and continue to go. You need to persevere so that you can reach the goal and the prize that God sent out there for you. He already put that there. He just wants you to walk through the process to get there. And then finally, you are closer than you think. You know, we've got these uh, images that we share all the time. The guy digging the mine, he's digging, he's digging, he's digging. And then he quits and turns around and walks away. But when you see the picture, it's almost like he only had to hit one more time and all of the gold and all of the diamond and everything that he was mining for is right on the other side of that last one. But that trail of work that he had to do was so hard. If you knew how close you were to success, you would keep going. He was talking about the swimmer who, who was swimming across the channel and was so tired, was so tired, was so tired, and finally climbed into the boat only to realize there was only a quarter of a mile left to go before hitting the finish line. Guys, don't get in the boat. Keep swimming. Dory said it, just keep swimming. Guys, keep going. You can do this. We know how awesome it's going to be when you hit that goal. So keep rocking out. Keep doing amazing. And when you feel like giving up and your self-talk isn't helping it get better, make sure you reach out to somebody that can help pick you up because we want to put a hand out to pull you up when you feel like you can't get out. Guys, go out, make it an awesome day, and we'll see you here again next time.